You are listening to the Career Lounge podcast with Ada Ofonri, where we discuss how to define success on your own terms in order to create your dream career and business. All of the information from this podcast episode will be in the show notes, which can be found at thecareerlounge.com. So let's dive in for today's podcast episode on five interview questions. And I picked questions that I thought would be relevant to people who are looking to change jobs and and also change careers. And I thought what I could do with this episode was really to um, talk a little bit from the interviewer's perspective, just so that if you're going into interview, you kind of understand the key buttons to hit. I really love coaching on interviews. I I really enjoy diving into the psychology of both the interviewer and the interviewee. And I remember once when I worked as a headhunter in Chicago, I had a job seeking client come to me. It was a very senior person who had recently been made redundant from his job at a hedge fund. The firm that he had been made redundant from was a fairly top tier hedge fund. And so the minute he was on the market, so many different companies were interested in interviewing him. But after he'd interviewed with about seven different companies, he had no offer. He came to me and he just couldn't understand what the problem was because on paper, he looked amazing, but he just wasn't converting the interest into tangible offers. So I basically sat down with him um, for a number of sessions really to break down um, his interview technique and his story and to kind of equip him with the strategies, some of which I'm about to share with you now um, to be able to succeed. And I'm happy to say that for the very first interview he went for after I coached him, he not only did very well, but he secured an amazing offer which he went on to accept and has now worked at the company for a good number of years. I think that the thing that made the most difference was that I was able to give him my kind of signature, no holds barred feedback. (laughs) I think he, he really kind of appreciated it. And at least he was able to go into that interview with a lot of clarity and insight into how he came across and, and have the tools to be able to really um, come across the way he, he genuinely wanted to, which I think is really important. So a lot of these strategies I share with the members of the Career Lounge membership. For those of you that don't know, the Career Lounge membership is a group coaching program and community for people who are looking to change careers or start their own businesses. So we don't open every time during the year, but if you're interested, there'll be information in the show notes to get on the waiting list so that when we next open, you can be informed um, first before we go out into the public domain regarding how to become a member. So let's dive into today's episode. The first question we're going to be looking at is tell me about yourself. Now, I think that this is one that many people struggle with because they don't quite know where to start and where to end. And they don't want to be caught in a situation where they're just talking continuously for several minutes. Because, you know, if if your interview lasts for an hour or 30 minutes, 
you could eat away at that time very quickly if you're not careful. If we flip this around, the question we need to be asking is what exactly are the interviewers looking for here when they ask this question? Because if we understand what they're looking for, then we can just focus on giving that to them instead of um, just kind of taking the question at face value. There are a few key things that I want to pull out here. And of course, you won't be able to cover every single point when you answer this question, but at least hopefully it'll give you the opportunity to better construct your answers. When a company or an interviewer asks, tell me about yourself, what they're looking for are a few things. One is they want to understand what your motivations are. So if you've moved jobs, if you've changed jobs or you've changed careers in the past and you're looking to do so now as well, what has been guiding that decision and why is that important? The second thing that they will be looking to check is those motivations that you explore or you describe when you describe your movement from one position to another, inevitably help people understand some of your values, right? For example, if you're leaving one company because you felt pretty isolated and you wanted to move into a different company because it was more of a team-oriented environment, then that shows a little bit about your values around teamwork. The other thing that the manager is trying to understand are your values in addition to your motivators and also whether those values are in line with that of the organization that you're looking to join. And so if it's a very individualistic environment where, you know, maybe people work at home and it's really important that you have the ability to work by yourself and all you're talking about is collaboration, collaboration, collaboration without infusing examples of where you've worked by yourself, then that might be a sign, right? That you might not necessarily be a good fit for that organization. The key things you want to do really when answering these questions are to give highlights. So to really kind of pull out aspects of your experience that you're particularly proud of and that are flagship experiences that demonstrate your ability that demonstrate what you're known for. If you're talking about, for example, you spent 10 years as a management consultant, you might want to pull out a highlight of when you won an award or when you secured promotion in record time. As human beings, we're not just about work, right? There's more to us than that. So you definitely want to take this opportunity to add in one or two interesting things about yourself right? So if you've traveled around the world or whatever it is that you've done that is notable, this is also your opportunity to talk a little bit about that. So if we put this question together, we're going to get you talking about the reasons why you've moved from one position to another, thereby, you know, showing what your motivations are. And in showing what your motivations are, also showing, demonstrating what your values are and tying those in line with the company. We're going to be picking out a few highlights of things that you're really, really proud of and also picking out um, experience that is directly relevant to the position you're interviewing for. And finally, picking out a few things that are interesting about yourself and is worth practicing all of this. It's really important to kind of think about who you are and how to get that across in that story. I call it a career story. So you want to be able to tell this in about, you know, two to three minutes, maybe maximum four minutes. 
you want to basically pique the interviewer's interest enough that they might have follow-up questions and you give them enough time and opportunity to ask any subsequent follow-up questions that they might have rather than waxing lyrical for 10 minutes on things that might not necessarily be of um, importance to them. Second question is why are you changing careers or changing jobs at this specific point in time? I think that this is one that some people struggle with. Here are a few tips when you're answering that question. You need to think about two things, push factors. So these are factors that are within your current employer or your current industry that you now want to move away from. And you need to think about pull factors. So these are factors that are in the new job or new industry that are exciting to you. You want to definitely think about those. And the other thing I'll say about this is you definitely want to put yourself in the action seat as opposed to being somebody that is reacting to certain circumstances. Now, there's a caveat to that, right? Because obviously things happen in, in life and things happen in the world. And sometimes it is natural that we do react to situations. But if that isn't the case, then you want to try as much as possible to ensure that you're kind of demonstrating that you've thought about this and this is a strategic move that you're making to advance yourself in one way shape or the other that's what I'll say about that question number three is give me an example of a setback that you've experienced um and and that you've overcome and this is one that a lot of people tend to really struggle with setbacks are a tough one to talk about because it makes you be a bit more vulnerable right in front of a prospective employer and you're trying to leave them with a really good impression so Usually most people have their game face on and they're not prepared to be vulnerable yet, right? In front of a prospective employer. The one tip that I often give to people is think about a setback that you've had in the past. Maybe when you started your career, when you started this new job. And so when you then talk about that, you can talk about the lessons that you've learned from the setback and how you would do things differently in today's world if you were faced with the same situation. And better still, if you have a tangible example where you faced a similar situation and been able to apply the lessons from when it happened in the past and was a setback, but you were able to apply those lessons more positively in the present, then that's always a really good thing. So if that's the question that you struggle with, remember that the, the tip here is the setback happened in the mid to recent past and I've learned a few lessons and here is how I would do things differently when faced with it. So question number four is where do you see yourself in the future? And, and again, this is one that many people struggle with. And here's the thing I say to this, right? Um, this is not an opportunity for you to begin to discuss what your life goals and dreams are with the prospective employer. The question the employer is asking is how long do you see yourself in this company? Or how long do you see yourself in this specific role that you're interviewing for? That's actually what they're asking, right? When they ask that question, you're always at will. If you see this job as a stepping stone or you see yourself in a company for the short term, you could definitely say that. My guess is that if you express to a potential employer that you see yourself in a job for a short period of time, that it is very unlikely that you'll get the job. So 
if you see yourself in the company for the medium to long term, then you want to state that, right? That's that's what they're really asking. Now, when it comes to the question of whether you see yourself in the current position that you're interviewing for, what I would say is that you can talk about wanting to really kind of develop yourself and wanting to learn more and wanting to apply yourself and achieve your agreed upon objectives in the current role as is with a view to, you know, progressing in the near future. The reason why I advocate putting things in that order is because if you begin to kind of talk about what you want your career to be down the line without really acknowledging the role that you're looking for at present, then that's usually a signal to your prospective employer that you're not as interested in the role as it is today. And um, I hate to tell you this, but but it's often a reason why people don't get given an offer, even though they might otherwise be suitable for a position. So so definitely something to bear in mind there. And finally, another question that is worth thinking about when it comes to interviews is give an example of where you've handled conflict in the past, right? The key thing that an interviewer is asking here is, are you actively constructive when you come across challenges or conflicts within the group? Do you go out of your way to find solutions? Or are you passive about it? Or actually, are you the person who causes problems on the team? Again, it's difficult to really know the truth and the whole truth in interviews. And also the dynamics, depending on the team that you're part of, will change. And so it's very difficult to basically ascertain that. But the key thing to remember is that when you're being asked that question, what they're actually seeking is to understand if you're someone that's actively constructive. So when you're giving your examples, think about what the issue was, what the context of the issue was, who was involved in the issue and the role that you played in facilitating a resolution that worked for everybody or at least as many people as possible and that enabled everybody to move forward in greater harmony to achieving a certain objective. That's essentially what you're looking to do. So it doesn't mean that you have to play a leadership role in facilitating this. It could be that you play the leadership role in in facilitating harmony and resolving the conflict and bringing everybody back on the same page but think about the role that you played in ensuring that you know you were able to reduce tensions and you were able to kind of get everybody to to sort of focus on what on what the objective was so we've gone through five questions I hope you found that really useful I go into quite a lot of detail with interviews during my coaching sessions in the Career Lounge. But also, if you have any questions that haven't been answered during this podcast, I'm sure there are many, please join us in my Facebook group, which is called the Career Lounge on Facebook. And um, you can drop in your questions there and I'll be more than happy to answer them. So thank you for listening and um, for all of the information on today's um, podcast episode, you can go to adaofonri.com forward slash podcast. That's A-D-A-O-F-F-O-N-R-Y.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and see you next time.